Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Nick, Nick Hill, if that's how you say your name. Yeah, Eric, this is a test. Hey, hey, guys, I'm just I'm trying to get this program. It's called Restream so I can go live on both YouTube and and Facebook at the same time. Hey, James. Uh, hey, Everton. Oh, Everton. I'm sorry. Hey, him. Um, but I can't get the chat to work. So I'm looking at Restream right now. And obviously it's working because I can see you and I'm talking to you. But I can't get the chat to work. So it doesn't do me any good. And if I do that, it doesn't do anything. Streaming monitor. Hey guys, hey Gary, hey Parth, hey Don, hey Owen, hey Aaron. I'm not teaching right now. I'm just trying to figure out how to get this restring thing working and get the chat to work. But God dang it, I can't get the chat to work. What good is it if I can't get the chat to work because then I can't talk to you guys anyway. Happy birthday, it says. Hello from Iraq. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, so I can't... I can't seem to figure this out. Because that is not working. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to keep trying. So I apologize for, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm interrupting you at all today. I'm just really trying to figure out why I, this isn't working. And maybe there's a better option. If anybody out there has an, a better option for streaming on YouTube and Facebook at the si- same time and it's not restream, uh, let me know. Because, I again, it works. I mean, obviously, I can see what you're doing here. But I want to see it through the app. It would just make life easier because then I could actually talk to you. So, hey, Eric. Yeah, it's very frustrating. So, okay. And I keep talking to the tech person, but it's not doing me any good. Please come so we can troubleshoot. Hold on a second. I just told her that I'm on live. I'm live on YouTube right now, and the chat still isn't working. No, today (laughs) isn't my birthday, but thank you. Yes, I am on YouTube, Gary. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. Yeah, the, like I said, the trick is, is I want to be able to go live on both YouTube and Facebook at the same time and be able to see, I should look up here because that's, I'm looking at the camera then. I'm looking at my phone at the same time. Then I can see all of your, your questions because going live is great and talking is great, but it's even better when I can get response from you of what I'm trying to do here. Um, any questions you have and stuff like that. And that was my hope with this, is that I'd be able to to do that here, but it's just not working. And I don't know why. Has anybody else out tried Restream or anything like that? Because, man, I would love to hear from you if you have. I was all excited that this was going to work. <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad that the stream is working good. It's just... I can't get the chat to work. So, oh well. Anyway, I suppose I'm going to keep trying to work on this. Hey, uh, it says, hey, from Sweden. Keep it up, Steve. Thank you so much. And I, I hope soon here to be able to go live more often and we can hang out, talk guitar and 
see if I can help you with some stuff, talk about gear, whatever it is that you like. But um, like I said, the first thing I got to do is figure out why in the world the chat isn't working when I can see it on my phone right here. So, cool. All right. Well, I won't take too much of your time, guys. I'm seriously having an issue with soloing. What can I do? I tell you, hey, Parth, thank you so much. Um, the, the truth is, is that um, learning how to solo take what I would say in all honesty, because I don't have a lot of time here while I fix this, but it's you got to start slow. And that's what I that I was going to talk about blues today, but it didn't work out. But starting off learning, it isn't so much about like massive amounts of theory or massive amounts of learning all your modes or scales across the fretboard. All of that is great. But in reality, if you can just learn a little bit of those things and learn to make them sound musical, that's kind of the trick that you're looking for is, um, you know what? Screw it. You might not be able to hear me as well. Just hold on a second here. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but let me explain something to you here since I'm at it. So let's say I dial in a, a guitar tone that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, and I'll just look down there for the chat. But so when you're trying to learn how to solo, part of it is, is learning how to control things like. You know, smaller things like dynamics and hey, hey, Pat, smaller things like dynamics and, you know, stuff like that. Trying to learn like loud and soft and, you know, learn how to how to target in on your bending. that kind of stuff. That's the first place to start. If you just practice rudimentary stuff all the time, which is great. Uh, don't get me wrong. That's all really good. But you've got to start learning how to play over. Like, let's say you have a jam track that's doing like a, um, right. And you start listening to that rhythm. And you learn how to not just think about playing scales and, you know, repetition and things, but learn to utilize the rhythm. I always tell students like, hey, thank you so much. Uh, love from Bangladesh. Thank you so much. You know, I always try and get people to understand like scat sing in your head. Don't try and think that guitar playing is always just about how fast you are and things like that. But really think about like, right whatever it might be and then learn how to like the coolest things I learned how to do was learning how to manipulate things um, like like little slides sliding from notes that maybe you normally wouldn't slide from like if I was playing an A minor or something like that just and and you know don't think about the whole scale all the time just think about little pieces you know and then as you get more comfortable with that then you can start spanning out but you know again can you mix pentatonic with diatonic absolutely 1 billion percent remember Ewerton that pentatonic and diatonic are always there together the pentatonic's like the skeleton of a diatonic scale the, the diatonic adds the meat on top but the pentatonic is always there so that's what I want you to kind of think about. Think about smaller amounts of information, really learning how to make the information that you have more musical, both bending and sliding, 
hammer-ons, pull-offs, a really nice vibrato, things like that. And then, um, and then start expanding out. Like if you, you've probably watched some of my videos on, on YouTube, you know, you can look up like, I don't know if I call them pentatonic expansion or pentatonic extension, things like that. Um, in the browser, in the, sorry, she's trying to help me while I'm trying to help you. So I'm not just wasting your time here. Um, I'm going to pull up this chat and see if that's working. Okay, so we're still trying to do that. But if that makes sense, just little little bits of information are always better than trying to just pack down a ton of stuff, okay? You know, if you do really wide vibratos, you wanna make sure that you're killing the strings outside, right? So what I always do is I always hold the other strings. See what I mean? Okay, Ignacio, is that how you say your name? Greetings from Madrid. You're a great teacher. Thank you so much, everybody. That's so kind of you. Um, here, let me keep talking to her. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. To activate chat, please enable channels here. And when I click here, nothing happens still live so thanks for all your patience guys if you imply the okay if we apply intervals in any major or minor key it'll work yeah for sure like think of it this way if you were playing pentatonic and you just take and add one note let's say you do your your a minor and then you just add in for instance what we refer to in the minor side, we refer to it as the second or the ninth. So if I do something like this, like that note, sounds really neat. And you might just start with just one note like that. Instead of always thinking about Dorian and Phrygian and you know Ionian and all these different things, just start really basic by just playing pentatonic and then add in just one note. And really explore what that note sounds like. And then maybe what you'll do is, uh, yeah, you're welcome. And what you might do from there is you might start adding it into a different octave, right? So if I'm adding in, in this case, I'm in the key of A, and I'm adding in the note B, I might add it in up here. But remember, it's not just how many notes you add, it's the way you play them. Thank you. 
you know, you always want to, like, for me, it's fretboard creativity. That's what I was trying to do. Hey, T. You know, just trying to look around. Jason says, thanks so much, Steve. You brought me further in four months That's that I've gotten my own on my own 25 years ago. That's awesome, Jason. I appreciate you telling me that because I love doing this and I love hearing about people that are, are benefiting because, listen, life's short. Enjoy yourselves. I'm telling you. Don't make this guitar thing a, a miserable experience. Try and learn to enjoy yourself. And one way to do that is just make things smaller. Don't worry about... You know, again, I'm not saying that don't keep learning. We will all keep learning until we can't do this anymore, right? I mean, that's what we'll do. But just baby steps of little things like learning. Like oftentimes when I hear people, it sounds a lot like the problem that they have is they learn how to play really good stuff. But when they play, they're trying to cram it all in at the same time. And uh, oftentimes because their practice consists of practicing scales and things, when they play, everything just sounds like they're playing scales. And that's what you want to try and watch out for. So... Uh, Pat, no worries at all. Let's see here. Is there a major and minor pentatonic scale for every note? Yes, there is. Absolutely. And again, if you look up some of my pentatonic videos, you'll see how to play them. You just move them to whatever note on the sixth string that you're looking for. Don says, what backing tracks are good? I love, to be honest, my favorite ones at this point are elevated backing tracks, if you know that company. Um, he, they, he, elevated backing tracks has got a bunch of stuff on YouTube, which is great. Um, I just went and bought the whole thing. Like you can buy their complete list on Bandcamp, I think it is. I just bought everything. So that's what I did. Uh, why does Mixolydian sound so amazing? My <laughs> wifey loves listening to it also. You know, I don't know. It, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, you know, what, what's cool about it is that the fact is you've got that major sound, but then... got that that flatted seven which still gives you that that blues right so when you combine that it's just got a really cool sound so thank you jack i really appreciate that man uh, what are some good creative practice exercises i try and get people to practice things like and again i'm because i don't have a lot of time right now but one thing i would practice is a technique that i call meandering and you can look that up through guitar world's website or you can look it up here on youtube um look up meandering and start learning how to do meandering and meandering i actually have a series that i just did gosh i know it's on the guitar zoom youtube page there's a playlist there and i talk about moving from meandering to phrasing and then adding in bending and vibrato and things like that um and i think that would help you a lot uh, Last Jedi to go check that out. I think I don't know that the playlist is on the Steve Stein channel, but I know it's on the Guitar Zoom channel. Um, how to harmonize B minor bar to a B minor solo? Well, I'm not sure what you mean by by harmonize, but if you're playing a B minor chord, you know you've got all your notes of the B minor, right? And then you've got your your triad that you might be using in your solo or kind of emphasizing a bit more, right, in your solo. And if you wanted to harmonize, if you actually mean actual harmonization, you move up three notes from whatever you're playing within that scale. So, for instance, if I was playing B actual minor, B aeolian, and I played, and that was my harmony, what I could do is go up three notes, one, two, three, and go, 
and they're going to sound, which I, um, they're going to sound like that. That would be the harmonization of it. Okay. Let's see. What are the basic course content for absolute beginner? Well, most of the time, a, a beginner course, like the stuff that I do is always about learning to separate chords from rhythm and learning to develop each one independently before you start bringing them together and all the techniques of developing those. So you're not just playing, you know, strumming patterns and, and, um, you know, really learning how to organically move quickly and efficiently and make everything sound really good. And once you get those things down and you learn all the essential chords, then you start playing some songs, have fun playing some songs that you enjoy. Again, the one thing I will say to everybody before I got to go here is don't always try and make everything as difficult as it has to be. Try and back off a little bit and enjoy yourself a little bit. It doesn't mean don't challenge yourself. Every once in a while, sure, challenge, do something crazy and challenge yourself. But um, not always, you know. I mean, learn, you know, for me, I spent years playing at a higher level, but I, I wasn't a creative player. I was just, I was a fundamental player. I could play fast and I played a billion songs and all that kind of stuff, but I wasn't very good at... Um, creativity and it wasn't until let's see here try refreshing the page using control r for the chat but it may enter okay I, I gotta go in a little bit because they want me to try something here but it wasn't until maybe 15 maybe 10 15 around well, 15 years ago when i really started learning hey lorna i hey kemsley um when i really started learning to get more creative with my playing and the way i did that was i would sometimes when i would practice instead of practicing rudimentary stuff all the time i would just play a note right and i would just start practicing a scale or whatever and listen to the sounds See, instead of always just playing, you know, through my, my rudimentary stuff, I would just have fun. That's what I want you to think about a little bit. So everybody, I swear to God, I am going to start going live more often. I'm going to try and fix this issue and see if we can keep going. Um, but I will let you know when I can get this working again and uh, keep practicing and stay positive. And I will see you very, very soon. Okay. All right. Take care, everybody. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. All right, so next up, we're going to be talking about bar chords. Now, all of the things we've talked about with open chords in terms of bouncing, lifting, shifting, all that stuff, uh, power chords, you know, controlling the strings, all that sort of thing, the way that you strum, all of those things are going to pertain to each other in some aspect. Bar chords are no different, but the thing that makes bar chords more difficult is actually making the bar chord itself. And I struggled with bar chords to the point that I almost stopped playing guitar when I was a kid. Uh, I hated them. I hated bar chords. And then for some reason, one day I woke up and I could play them. So I always tell people that story because it really was how it worked for me. I practiced and practiced and I couldn't get them. But what I do want to try and do for you is make the, the journey of playing bar chords much easier for you than I had uh, by giving you some, so again, some technique tips. Okay. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing.
Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to guitarzoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at guitarzoom.com.